I promise it's a one shot. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring explicit language, violence, and mature themes. Listener discretion advised. Uh, the goblin that was um, chatting to you guys um, starts like, laughing a little bit more and goes, Ah, ah I've, I've never felt this alive in my life. Ah, I'm having such a good time. And he uh, starts downing his drink a little bit more. Uh, as you gaze upon him, you see two hands kind of like creep over his shoulders and the dark fingertips wrap around his neck and pull him into the shadows. Holy shit. Oh my god. I saw that coming as soon as he said, I've never felt more alive. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's up there with, I've got a wife and kids to go home to. My last day on the force. <laughs> To I promise it's a one shot, a fortnightly D&D podcast where shit just got real. I'm Charlie, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by Gretchen, Tavmav, Norman, Tanlin, and Celeste. Last time, the party managed to flee from the Hang's lair, and having made their way back to the goblin camp, they finally breathed a sigh of relief. That was until a goblin was snatched into the shadows before their very eyes. So, will the party survive the night? I promise it's a one shot. So the goblin is pulled into the shadows with a little yelp, and uh, he is no longer in front of you. The rest of the goblins haven't seemed to have noticed it, and the music continues playing. Uh, Norman, did I'm sure the goblin did one of your yes. tricks. Yeah, 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 they did. Is there a, can I see any sort of alarm system? As you look around the camp, you can't see any sort of alarm system that they set up, but um, all of the goblins are very inebriated. Um, the only thing you can really think of is the drums which are nearby. Conga line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like pick pick the most disgusting noise I can make on the bagpipes and blow it as loud as I can. Okay, roll me a performance. Aha, it's a natural one, but I get to re-roll it and eh, ten it is. Okay, so you blow on the bagpipes, um, making the most grotesque sound possible that it could make. Uh, a couple of goblins kind of look at you, um, but the majority of them are still, like kind of enjoying the sound and like having raucous laughter in the background. One nearest to you runs over and goes, oh, what, what, what was that? Well, alarm, alarm, wake everyone up, we're under attack. What do you mean we're under attack? And uh, hey. you see two hands go around his neck as well and pull him into the shadows. Does anyone else want to do anything? Am I doing everything here? Right, I'll just stand I will off. Cast, I will cast Thou Matergy. Thou Matergy. Nailed it. And I will <laughs> my voice up to three times as loud and go, The hags are attacking! Uh, I'm gonna... They're all fucked! So are they, these hands are coming out of, like, any shadow, is that correct? So basically... From what, from what you see in front of you, the goblin is standing there and the hands kind of like creep over their shoulders, almost like resting onto him and then pull him into the shadows. Right, okay. Uh, I cast Fairy Fire. Okay. So, as you cast the Fairy Fire, you can't see anything illuminated at the minute. In 
60 feet. That is correct. Oh, damn. Okay, well, the entire area is illuminated, so good luck, goblins, trying to sleep through that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the rest of the party, uh, the rest of the goblins kind of look around a little bit, confused. One of them goes like, hey, where, where, where'd Craig go? Where is he? Uh, the hags are attacking the encountant. They start to panic a little bit and uh, start running around grabbing bows, grabbing makeshift swords, whatever they can, um, standing at attention, quite worried, not quite sure what to do. Hey. I'll go over to Doug and the shaman. Who, are they still working on Doug? They've, they've moved away from him now, uh, but he is still laying there motionless. Oh, no, right Give him a kick, see if he's alive. Mm, I probably shouldn't do an arm strike on the guy who's already down. No, Can I not do straight. Detect evil and good. Yeah. So it just says, for the duration, you know if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Okay. Similarly, you know if there's a place or object that's been magically consecrated or okay. desecrated. So you can't detect anything at the minute. Shouldn't one of us go check on the kids? What if they've just oh. come? Check the kids! Took out the kids and then just took some goblins to replace the one that I threw Tanlin through. So the uh, the camp is now dead silent. All you can hear is the sound of the burning fires and the trembling of the armor of the goblins as they stand there terrified. Can I go peek me head in the tent the kids are in? Yeah. So as you peek your head in, you can see four children fast asleep. Mint. I'm gonna bodyguard this tent. Okay. So, the air is still silent. For the briefest of moments, you can hear a bird moving in the trees. The wind blows, rustling the leaves. Norman, as you stand there, you were hit by four magic missiles. Oh, I was literally about. Damage. I was about to say, Norman hides. <laughs> <laughs> Not fast enough. Both Tanlin and Celeste, you can sense something coming from this direction over here. Oh no! And everyone, roll initiative. Thirteen. Eighteen. Thirteen. Nineteen. Seventeen. As the magic missiles collide into Norman's back, uh, you guys sense some sort of magical presence coming from over here. So you look upon it. Celeste, what do you want to do? The air has gone silent once more. Yeah. Okay, so I think the first thing that I'm going to do is cast aid. Okay. Um, so I can choose up to three creatures to gain five hit points for eight for the next eight hours. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to put this in four of you. It's fine, I'm beefy. I can do without. Okay, so I'm going to cast it on um, Norman, Tanlin, and Tal. Okay. 
Really? Uh, so all of you would gain additional HP. Anything else we should do? Um, I'm good. You're proper stressing out, aren't you? I am, yeah. That was dead <laughs> tense. Um, can I... Oh. Well, I don't think I can do anything else because that was my action. Okay, so uh, up next is Norman. You've just been hit by the magic missiles. Uh, I'm going to hide. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> as you uh, roll over onto your chest, you kind of like shimmy underneath the major platform there and you are hidden from sight. When I'm under the platform, did I know where I got hit from? Uh, so you got a sense that it came from the southeast, the same area that um, Tanlin and Celeste uh, noticed something. Can I see anything in that direction now I'm under the platform? Uh, as you gave over, you just see Hello. a very shadowy area. Is it not affected by the fairy fire? Uh, oh yeah, shit, you do have that on. Um, so as you um, look over there, you can see what appears to be like a very, very faint yellowy light of a humanoid figure. Eh, God loves a trier. I'm gonna try and shoot it with the short bow. Go for it. That is a 21. 21 pierces through the shadows and connects with the creature. Uh, you hear a piercing shriek in the air that forces you to cover your ears. Roll for damage. Uh, so it's 7 damage plus... Uh, the sneak uh, it is a sneak attack I'd imagine yeah I would say so yeah yep uh, so that's seven plus eight damn that was a good roll um, nice. so god bats just gone 15 that'll do it yep so the, the arrow pierces through the shadows connecting with the creature um, and you hear the shriek coming through is there anything else we should do uh, did that reveal me uh, it didn't, because you are underneath this broken makeshift platform. Um, would you count that stealth, me going stealth at the start, Is that, would you count that as a bonus action? Uh, yes, I would, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Then um, I'm okay, I've got nothing else to do. Okay, so up next is the creature in the shadows. The second that the arrow pierces into it, it... You can, you can almost see like a little movement within the shadows itself um, however any any inkling of something there disappears once more yeah guys we did it that was <laughs> so much easier than I thought it was going to be <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that eh? From okay. from no particular direction, you just hear, "I'm not coming out." One of the goblins kind of like um, looks down at you, Norman. Goes, "Did did 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 you get it? Did you get it?" I, I uh, got it, but oh wait, how does he know where I am? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like the same height as you, me. I think I got it, but stay on alert and stay away from shadows. As you look up at him, the pair of hands wraps around its neck as well, and it disappears into the shadows once more. You just hear a quiet, Motherfucker! 
Uh, up next is Gretchen. I kind of bloody seen out. If I shout, "Who please come out of the shadows?" Will it come out of the shadows? Roll me a persuasion check like you've never rolled a persuasion check. (laughs) Natural 20? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. As you call out uh, into the shadows, you are just greeted by silence and the sound of nature around you. You can hear one of the tents comes loose a little bit and it's starting to flap in the wind. And from your left ear, you hear, I'm here. <gasps> Fucking hell, you need to whisper, creeping Jesus. Bloody hell. Does that mean it's behind <laughs> us then? <laughs> well, it's up to you. <laughs> Would you take that shouting as a bonus action? Bonus action, yeah. Can I try and swing my great club to my... Which ear was it? My left. Uh, it was your left ear. Towards one. my left side, please. The one oh, the child first. stood right behind you. Yeah, yeah. No, they're in <laughs> the tent. I didn't I didn't get the shadow, but I took out a tent full of kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was my idea to concuss them, so... There's a difference between concussed and decapitate. (laughs) (laughs) So as you swing the great club, uh, you just hit nothing but air. Um, As you swing around, there was nothing behind you. Puss. I'm done. I'm just going to start to get menacing me. (laughs) I'm quitting the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, up next, uh, Tavmav, as you stand between everyone, um, kind of like searching around for anything, uh, you feel what appears to be some fingertips on your neck. And they slowly reach down. Okay, uh... Oh, is it gone? Where the hell's my reaction gone? I think Norman starts needs to start playing Careless Whisper on his bagpipes. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I am going to cast my reaction of Halo of Spores. Okay. Okay. So, one, two, four, three, but they have to do, uh, where is it? Constitution saving throw. Okay. So as you panic and <laughs> like a, like a jellyfish, um, all the spores just shoot out of your hands. Um, you hear like a mild coughing coming from behind you. Um, <laughs> anything else you wish to do? Coming from behind me. Coming from behind you, yes. Oh, let's see if this gets the bitch. Okay. I'm going to cast Spike Growth in a massive circle right behind me. Okay. So, uh, the the spikes shoot out from the ground, um, seem to find a target. Uh, it wraps around it, and you can hear this shrieking like, behind you. Um, and as you gaze behind you, you can see, uh, you see a grotesque image veiled in the darkness. Um, she is just 
twirling around as hard as she can to get out of this vines that have been wrapped around her. Uh, as you gaze at her, her pale skin, jagged teeth, and her black hair shoots off of her face, and you see two piercing green eyes staring less than a foot away from you. Uh, the hag is right there. <gasps> okay. I'm going to finish up by doing my bonus action of casting Flame, ba- flame Blade and mm-hmm. basically like, I'm ready for you, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I end my turn. <laughs> so up next is Tanlin. You can now see where the hag is. Cool. Cool. She looks lovely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Too much to drink. <laughs> Wait, she, I would normally think she saw too, but I think she saw the 8, 9 out of 10 right now. Um, I'm trying to kill her, not get laid with her. <laughs> <laughs> this could go either way. So I'm going to cast. Um, oh, actually, I'm going to run to. How far away am I from her? I'm, a I'm just going to cough yeah, and go. I remember the spikes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to cast Atasha's Causic Brew. Okay. Uh, which means that she's pretty much just standing in acid. Um, which is nice. So I do an acid trail from myself. Okay. Up to 30 feet that way. So it's just 25, 30 feet away. So it's all but the entrance of the tent, which is coming standing in front of, I think. Um, okay. Each creature in the, li- in the line must succeed a de- dexterity saving throw or be covered in acid. Yay! And they take 2d4 damage before every turn them in acid. Spike okay. acid. She's in a soul trap. Yeah. That, you think, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm guessing she can't move because the spikes. So as you throw the acid upon her, it does seem to cover her. Um, the, her skin starting to boil, and you can hear this shriek coming from her once more. Uh, she stares directly into your eyes, um, Tan, and goes, Where are my children? Oh, shush. You be quiet. I'm trying to concentrate here. <laughs> <laughs> Up next is the goblins who... I'm going to make him roll a wisdom check because they're going to be <laughs> Wisdom check on goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so they managed to survive the sudden appearance of the hag. Uh, two of them start trying to fire the arrows. Okay, so both of them do miss. And that ends their turn. Up next is Celeste. You can now see the hag has appeared. I think I'm going to cast Zone of Truth while she's trapped. Okay. And then we can interrogate her a little bit. So she cannot speak a deliberate lie while she's within the circle. Okay, so in the rules of combat, I'm going to say you're going to get one question per round because each bit's like six seconds. But as a question, but as the other guys can each ask a question as well. Okay. Uh, So what do you wish to ask the hag as she stands there writhing in pain, covered in acid and thorns? I don't know, I hadn't thought that far ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so do you have any other children hiding anywhere? She whips her head to you and you can just see the burnt off visage of her face. And she goes, No, my children are here. Give them to me. 
<laughs> Not man, you're being paranoid. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you wish to do in this round? Uh, well, no, that's my action. Okay. Uh, so up next is Norman. Hmm. Wherever he may be. <laughs> Who knows? Um, <laughs> I think I'll cast Vicious Mockery on the hag. Go for it. Um, okay. what, what, what did I say to insult her? Uh, I heard what happened to your mother. Imagine dying to your own reflection. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's <scary>. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> One damage, lol. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately she passes the wisdom saving throw as well, so she takes literally zero damage and just looks at you. But she actually, actually shouldn't even bother looking at you. <laughs> that's uh, not why I cast it. Uh, okay. I have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes. Oh, okay. Okay, so. <laughs> so let me guess, at this point, it has disadvantage to attack. It needs to take an action to write the acid off, and it's covered in thorns. Yeah, and then the next time it attacks, it's got a disadvantage. Nice. Sorted. <laughs> and then uh, Bardic Inspiration on Tavmav. Okay. Uh, so, what do you want to do to Tavmav to inspire him? Tavmav, what's your favorite song? Taylor Swift, Wildest okay. Dreams. Wildest Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you start blasting some Swifty on the bagpipes. Yeah. And then, Tavmav, you just, your spine just straightens and you are just ready to go. Um, taking us to Gretchen, who is still standing by the tent of the kiddies. But she doesn't know that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Could I get close to her to bonk her on the head or would I get trapped by the thorns? Uh, you do run a risk of getting trapped by the thorns. Right. Uh, oh, I can ask her a question though, can't I? You can. Oh, can you? Well, can I take a shot at her first? Because I have a yeah, go. <laughs> go for it. I'm going to try and hit her with it. 22. It. <laughs> 22 hits. Mint. Uh, I'm going to say, did that hurt? <laughs> she turns to you with the crossbow embedded into her shield and goes yes good <laughs> well, well, out of curiosity what are we going to ask if you missed <laughs> I mean I, I was going to ask like, where the other hag was because the, the mm-hmm. said there was two that, that, that would have been Both, a much better yes. question to be honest so I, I'm starting to think you should have missed <laughs> <laughs> asking it if it hurt while I hit it was all that more satisfying <laughs> okay so up next is the hag who just kind of like writhing in pain she stands still for a brief moment uh, her hair covering her face not even looking up and she raises her left hand and clicks her fingers and disappears in thin air. Teleport little bitch. Also, she's still covering acid, so she takes 2d8 acid, so 2d4 acid damage. Okay, roll for damage. <laughs> just like, until she takes an action to wipe that off, she's still covered in acid. Click. Which, okay. quite <laughs> Which she has a disadvantage on. <laughs> oh, next, so yeah, another 4 damage. Just the whole time. Okay. She's disadvantage on her next attack. She's... 
Okay, so she disappears into the night once more. Um, and you were left there in silence. What the hell? This isn't over. She wasn't dressed And we're going to end combat there. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe it is over. <laughs> 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 Guys, this time we actually did it! Yeah! I don't think we actually did it. We tortured her and pissed her off. And she was in pain, because she said so. We got useful information about the rest of our family, but what we did establish was that it hurt. Yeah. Which is good. (laughs) Okay, so... The moonlight shines upon the camp as it breaks through the the canopy of trees. Uh, as you look around, the goblins are all still quite sh- shaken up, standing there, not quite sure what to do. Going, where, where did she go? Where did she go? How are we meant to know? Uh, your guess is as good as ours. I think she went back to the tree. I'm just gonna walk down. Is, is that like a river at the base of the camp? Yes, it is. Guys, do you remember they had water in that hag's coven place thing? Oh, I did. Ah. Is there anything we can, we can cast on the river to see if she's... You, you could roll an arcana check. Oh, Going for it. <laughs> Go for it. Not roll one. Come on, no. So, Tabmap, as you gaze over the water, you fall into the river itself. Damn gravity again! (laughs) Ah, gotcha, ah, gotcha. So, Tanlin, as you reach down to grab Tabmap, you see two pairs of hands wrap around (gasps) his neck and he is pulled under the water. I promise it's a one shot as a fortly, fortly, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> leave that in and just continue. Just leave that in. Yeah, Keep that's going. all that's staying in. <laughs> I promise it's a one shot as a fortnightly D&D podcast. You can catch up on our story on our Instagram and Facebook and listen to previous episodes on Spotify, Acast, Audible and Apple Podcasts. Join us on the... Join us on the 15th of March for episode 9, Matron's Veil, part 2. Dun, dun, dun.